Have you spent much time thinking about or planning out your legacy? You know, what you plan on leaving the next generation and the generations after that. Now, I'm not talking about just money or family heirlooms or family business for that matter. Legacy is way more than that. And my question for you is this. Are you creating kingdom legacy? So the big question is this. What does it mean to be a king in God's kingdom? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm Mitch Edland, lifelong entrepreneur, Christian business leader, and kingdom advancer. And I'm here to speak to the king that's inside of you. Each episode, you'll be posed with thought-provoking questions, open discussion, and occasionally special guests. All designed to take your thinking, believing, and life to a higher level. Your journey begins right here on the Awaken the King podcast. It's time to wake up, King. So when I say the word legacy, what comes to mind first? Is it money? Is it land, houses, or assets? Maybe the family business or trade? Maybe a highly honored family name, a family pedigree, so to speak. Maybe you've had a valuable family heirloom that's been passed down from generation to generation. But what does kingdom legacy look like? What is important to God when it comes to legacy? Proverbs does say a good person leaves an inheritance to their children's children. But is that it? Is it just about money? Webster's Dictionary has two definitions that apply to this. The first is a gift by will, especially of money or other personal property. The second definition is something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past. And both of these definitions are a fit with kingdom legacy. Sure, it's money, property, and assets, but it's also a way of thinking, your way of thinking. And in this thinking, it includes how and what you believe, what you believe about God, what you believe about eternity, what you believe about how God's kingdom operates. It includes how you love, how you show honor, how you treat people, how you help others. It includes things like family core values, family disciplines, family philosophies, like how to handle money or how to learn and be educated. It's about leaving behind the best part of you. Now, ultimately, legacy is the continuation of you. Let me say that again. Legacy is the continuation of you. Hopefully, it's the best part of you. It's your money continuing on to the next generation and the next. It's your beliefs continuing on to future generations, and it's your work continuing to the next generations. And kingdom legacy is all of that, but with the emphasis being making a difference in God's kingdom. God's hope and expectations is that every generation learn from the last and become better and more fruitful and achieve more and more. Because you've been given a foundation on which to build, it's every generation's job to move the ball forward. Let me tell you a story that changed how I thought about legacy. I was taking my pastor, Keith Kraft, to the airport several years ago, and our conversation turned to family, my family to be exact. And I was telling pastor how incredible my parents were. I told him how they were married and blissfully in love for 47 years and how my mom edified my dad and how my dad treated my mom like a queen. And all my friends loved to come over to our house because my parents made our home so inviting and everybody felt so loved being in their company. And in that conversation, I made this statement. If I could ever be half the husband my dad was, half the father my dad was, half the man my father was, I would consider myself a success. He was that fantastic. Well, Pastor Keith looked at me and said, how does that honor your father? 
<laughs> what? What do you mean? I thought that was an incredibly honoring statement. And then he said something that completely changed my paradigm. He said, do you really think your dad intended you to only do half of what he did and only be half of what he was? After he spent his whole life building a platform for you, paving a road for you, learning lessons for you, and pouring into you? No. He intended for you to stand on his shoulders and take it to a whole new level. Wow. Now, for years, I thought I was honoring my dad with that thought process. But what I was really doing is limiting myself, putting a glass ceiling on myself, not just me, but, but also future generations. And that is not at all what my dad would have ever wanted in any way, shape, or form. He always told me he wanted me to do more. He wanted me to accomplish more. And everything he was doing was for us kids. And I knew and believed that. I just didn't understand I was supposed to grow that, improve on that, and keep it moving to the next generation. That's what legacy is. But you can't pass on what you don't possess. You have to live what you want to pass on. If your legacy is a continuation of you, are you being and living what you want to be passed down? In other words, are you being intentional about creating a legacy that you want to be passed down? So here's the truth. You are creating a legacy, either by design or by default. By design, you're passing on the best of you. But by default, you're passing down whatever someone remembers about you, and it may be the worst part of you. So let's be intentional about our legacy. Actually, this podcast is part of my legacy. My kids and grandkids and future generations will be able to listen to this and know exactly how I think, what I believe, and how I operate. It's by design, not default. I've been through a lot of experiences in life, just like you have, and I don't want to let them go to waste. And don't you let them go to waste on you or your generation. Be intentional about passing that knowledge and wisdom and problem solving down to the next generation. Let's look at a story in the Bible that depicts legacy. It's a story of King Solomon when God visited him in a dream. And God asked Solomon what he wanted. What could God do for him? And King Solomon asked for wisdom, remember? He asked for wisdom in order to rule this great nation of God's chosen people. And God was so impressed that he asked for wisdom and not for riches or fame for himself that God not only gave him more wisdom than anyone in all of history, but also gave him more wealth than anyone in all of history. Now, for years when I read this story, I was in awe of Solomon and the fact that he was just a boy and yet he had the thought process to ask for wisdom. And God was impressed with that. I had put the story in the same category as Solomon's father, King David, when David had it on his heart to build God a house. And God was so impressed by him thinking this way because no one had ever thought about building God a house before or a temple. And God told the prophet Samuel to tell King David, do what is in his heart and build it. And now here's Solomon asking for wisdom. Wow, how did he know to ask for wisdom? The answer is in Proverbs 4, starting verse 3. I'll read it. Now remember, this is King Solomon writing this. For I too was a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me and said to me, take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. And do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs you all you have, get understanding. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. 
She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and your years of life will be many. I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. (laughs) So there you go. King David taught his son, King Solomon, to ask for wisdom. So how did Solomon know to ask for wisdom? When God said, ask for anything, well, his father told him to. That's creating legacy. Now, the Bible's full of stories on legacy. Almost every Bible character you read about involves legacy. But unfortunately, a lot of the time, that legacy gets messed up by the time it hits the third or fourth generation. That's why it's so important that we are intentional about what we pass down. So even if you haven't had any type of good legacy passed down to you, and you don't have any foundation to build on, it's your time to start building that legacy right now by design. Don't you want your kids to have every advantage in life they can possibly have, and every advantage spiritually that you can possibly give them? Hey, the money and the assets are great, but more importantly, it's about how you think and act. And most importantly, it's about your relationship with God and how you honor God. And if you are called to be a king, and I believe you are, then as part of your legacy, you need to teach the next generation what that means. You need to teach them that according to Revelations 1-6, we're called to be a king or a priest. We're called to be either in the ministry or to fund the ministry. And as a king, our mission is to fund the ministry. We believe that God has given us our unique talents and abilities in order to be successful and take dominion in the marketplace, and then use those finances in order to advance God's kingdom here on earth. I know a few pastors that have had a legacy of several generations that have been involved in the ministry, and that has made a huge impact on moving the ball forward and growing God's kingdom. Now, just imagine what could happen through your legacy on the king side. What if your legacy created generations of kings and kingdom advancers? Your legacy was responsible for giving millions and millions of dollars that have helped build churches, build children's homes, build dream centers, Don't just take care of the homeless and don't just feed them, but give them shelter and education and training and a whole new start in life. What if your legacy was responsible for millions of starving children being fed and millions of children around the world getting an education and millions of people around the world getting fresh water for the first time that they've never had? Or how about millions of people hearing the word of God and being saved all because of you and your legacy? Now, let's go back to my original question. Are you creating kingdom legacy? You may not have put a lot of thought into it before, especially if you're younger, but I bet you will now. And I hope this episode has sparked something in you that's caused you to have a new dream, a dream of creating a kingdom legacy that honors God and advances his kingdom generation after generation after generation. Imagine being in heaven and Jesus pulls back the floor just a little bit so that you can peek in and see how your future generations are doing. And Jesus says, great job of being intentional and creating generations that are serving me with their time, their talent, and their money. How cool would that be? It's been an honor for me to share with you today, and I'm so glad that you've chosen to listen. I pray that what you've heard on this podcast so resonates with you that it changes how you think about your calling in God's kingdom. I believe God will bless you, elevate you, increase your territory and measure of rule and fill your life with blessings, joy, and abundance so we can advance God's kingdom together.